Hi, everybody. I'm Deacon Dave, and welcome to day 50 of Silence in a Year. Can you believe it? We're ladies, we're day 50. Mm-hmm. I'd like to welcome my co host, uh, Alicia Soto, and layperson Lisa, along with the amazing St. Clair of Assisi. Once again, I am Deacon Dave, day 50. <laughs> Gotta get my name in there twice. I don't know why you're laughing. Uh, today's title, as titled by layperson Lisa, is Intimate Communion. And Lisa, what is the word of the day? Leaned. Would you like to talk first, or would you like Alicia to go first? Oh, I have a story. Okay, you have a story. Go ahead. So one of the things that we talked about during a spiritual advisement session was you said that I needed to have Jesus, allow Jesus to hold on to me, mm-hmm. or hold me. Mm-hmm. And I remember, and it was a time that I was like going through some stuff. What, is, what am I not? But anyway. You haven't um, been recently, so yeah. let's just keep it going. Yeah. So, um... So one of the things that I did one day was I came here when there was nobody here and I just sat in front of the tabernacle and I just cried and then I felt like Jesus was calling me to get closer to him in the tabernacle. So I went up to the tabernacle and I kind of held it like I kind of held it like uh so i felt like i was holding on to jesus mm-hmm. and then um even today i um was just i was sitting there in prayer in the chapel and i just felt god um or jesus like uh beckoned me closer and just i just like had my head like leaned against the tabernacle and i was uh it was kind of like a intimate communion if you will that uh cardinal sarah talks about how when john the beloved disciple, he just leaned into Jesus at the Last Supper to have not only a physical connection, but a, a spiritual connection. So I felt like when I was leaning into the tabernacle, I was leaning physically into Jesus and had not only like a physical connection, but like a spiritual connection as well. This brings up a good point, Lisa, because that's a beautiful story. We have reverence for the Lord, right? But often we will take reverence and take the intimacy out of it, mm. right? Because our reference sometimes will keep us at a distance out of respect mm. or what we perceive as respect. Like Alicia said, you know, several episodes ago about, you know, not worthy to look at Jesus in, in, in adoration, right? And sitting in the very back row. Sometimes we can miss out on the intimacy that the Lord is calling us to because of this, um, not a false sense of reverence, but just not a complete sense of reverence because the Lord wants to be intimate with us. He wants us to be close. That's why he left the Eucharist, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, he's grafted us to Him, to himself and he gives us the Eucharist to give us food for the journey each and every day if we want to. And so this, he wants intimacy. He wants us to be close. Often when I do adoration, when I'm doing benediction, I'll actually ask people here at the retreat center, y'all all come up really close. Mm-hmm. Come up really close. And that's what I love about adoration at the retreat center because mm-hmm. you're already close. Mm-hmm. But to be like right there, right, when the insensation is going on, um, when the prayers are being done, and when the Lord gives the final blessing for benediction, it's just amazing to just be so close like John was with Jesus at the Last Supper. Mm-hmm. We, we can't be so reverent that we're not willing to get close. Alicia, what are you thinking? So um, 1 Corinthians chapter 3 says, do you not know that you are the temple of God Mm. and that the spirit dwells with you so it just made me think about um, you know St. John leaning into God's heart like his chest and he was leaning into him and that's like dwelling in his heart and God is in there with you 
Mm-hmm. And it's like a little kid who crawls up on your lap, and you know they just kind of want to cuddle, and they don't want you to hold them. Well, that's what I want to do with Jesus. Mm-hmm. I want to crawl up on his lap, and I want him to hold me and protect me from all of these things that are going on. And it's just, it's it's beautiful. And and I think that's why entering into silence is 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 so important. Okay, we're grafted to God, like we said in the last episode, and that leads us into this intimacy with Him that we can find when we spend time alone with him, whether as you suggested, Lisa, with the tabernacle, or actually in adoration, or sitting with his word, right, Mm -hmm. in my Florida room, in the silence right there. There's an intimacy that is developed. And I wanna add one thing to this. I wrote this down, I said, grafting and intimacy are found in a greater level of spiritual accountability demanded by the depth of God's love. So I find that in that intimacy that I have with God is an understanding that if if I'm going to be with him, I have to allow him to purify those things in my life that are not of him so that I can give myself completely to him as he created me to be. But he's the one that has to do the work. I just have to have that open heart. Any thoughts, ladies? No, I mean, I think that's what growing in intimate communion with Jesus is all about just opening our hearts to him even so one of the stories I shared with the kids uh, when we went to St. Mary's was I went to uh, St. Jerome's and I was behind a guy in the communion line um, to receive Jesus and he was like he had his arms spread wide and I just thought of that like he knows who he's about to receive he's like ready to give Jesus a hug and when if we have that openness of heart openness of mind openness of soul each time we receive jesus each time we go to adoration it's just amazing the graces that he could pour out upon us and the intimacy in which he can just pull us closer to him yeah and communion is the eucharist is the the greatest form of intimacy that we can have with god so imagine if you're going up to receive god and you're just um distant and you're not really engaged in what's going on. You know, if you've ever wanted to be intimate with someone or or just to, to really share the depth of who you are and they seem disinterested, it's very painful. So you can imagine the pain that we cause God, right? When we come with a lukewarm heart or indifference to receive him. So I have a takeaway question unless you have one. Uh, no, but it just, I'm sorry, I have to share this yeah, story. Yeah, please. Um, we were at... Um, so it's called Life Teen, and we're doing um, Alpha. With, and I don't know if you're familiar with Alpha. But there was a, one of the videos. It was these two guys that are kind of like the hosts, if you will, of the show. And um, they were walking out. One of them was walking out of an ice cream shop. And he looked at his friend, and he said, would you like some ice cream? And his friend knocked the ice cream out of his hand, and it fell on the floor. Well, that just reminded me of what you said, is you go to, to receive the Eucharist and you're receiving it with indifference. You're basically knocking that ice cream out of mm. his hand because Jesus is offering you to his himself to, to you. you. Yeah. And you're basically saying, yeah, no big deal. I'm sorry, I just had to share that because that just immediately came into mind. I, I know, and I mean, the Lord is just a font of vulnerability, the font of humility uh, in the Eucharist. He shows us uh, who we're called to be and, and how we live out our lives. And thank God he's God because he can take care of himself even, even inside of our indifference. Um, but to know the outpoint of love, and here's the other part of this, Alicia and Lisa, 
the power of the Eucharist, the efficaciousness of the Eucharist in our lives, believe it or not, is limited mm -hmm. by our disposition. Mm -hmm. Okay, so if our hearts aren't open to fully receiving God, like this is what we're talking about, then the power that the Eucharist is going to have in our lives is going to be much, much less. Right. But as Lisa suggested, if we go with open, open arms, ready to give Jesus a big hug, we're excited to receive him, then the power that he's going to have in our lives is going to be just crazy out of control good. All right, let's close in prayer. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Heavenly Father, um, just continue to draw us into the sacred heart of your Son, Jesus. Lord, help us to be as open to intimacy as you are open to intimacy with us. Lord, help us to not be indifferent, but instead to just open our arms wide to receive who you are into our very bodies, incorporating us back into who you are, Lord, revealing to us not only who you are, but who we are. Lord, just continue to pour your love on us. Allow us to press our chest up against yours, that our hearts might beat together. And I ask that you bless all listening or watching in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Takeaway. Takeaway question from Alicia Soto. Oh, you forgot mm. the takeaway. So, I did, but then you had to tell a story. I'm, but I accept okay. responsibility. Thank you. So um, I would say that um, you consider how you approach Jesus um, to the Eucharist and how open is your heart to receiving him. And if it's not as open as you think it is, um, open it more. Yes. Because there's always room for more. That would have been my takeaway question. Oh, good good one. Go. I'm Deacon Dave. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.